Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ooh, welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water. Do you believe we have a great, we have a great show for you guys today? We are all oh well I guess the boys are in Los Angeles, but I'm in New York, so we're going coast to coast on this one. The NBA's been crazy. The NFL is wild on Sundays, and the college football playoff rankings are out. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. back baby it's a charity shot pitch your free throws cuz they're free so 292 coming hot at you guys in the so 291 and i'm joined on this one by alex toss me rock to southwest and nikki snacks Kreider, and nick before we started recording we usually obviously talk as boys on the show catch up you know just a little pre-show and you were a little ticked off about the college football ranking you and i started to get into it and it got a little heated and i said you know what let's save it for the show and what was the biggest thing that stood out to you in the college football rankings? Well, first, before we get into it, I just want to say, yeah, um, I really wish, um, I really hope that John Fisher had a terrible, yeah, of um, course, day the other day, yesterday. Yeah. Um, I just, I just wish that it was an awful day all around. Yeah, three-time guest, multi-time caller. My father's birthday was yesterday, and yeah, yeah. I, ho- I hope the milk that I used for his cereal was expired. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I hope he was out of toothpaste. Yep. When he went to squeeze in the morning. Yeah. Um, I hope that he couldn't sleep at night because Oof. he was thinking about the Jets. <laughs> oh yeah, they suck. Well, you know what? He's <laughs> from the Nikki Crider School of root for root against my own team. He's. I hate that. I have two. My cousin. I have my dad. They're sitting there. I get. I mean, I get it. But they're rooting for their team. I don't know. I'll just never understand rooting for my team to lose. But I they guess. They Trevor Lawrence. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. I mean, you know, guess. An- you know another exactly what it is. another yeah, way, another reason why you would bet, right? Why you would root against your own team? Is if you bet against? Is them? if you were betting for them to lose. Mm. And the best place for you to for bet, bet is, is to go to BetOnline.ag. So yeah. head to BetOnline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Nikki, Nikki Snackscrider, your in-person sportsbook expert. <laughs> Carney Tally site. Nick is like the top guy. They might hire you, by the way. Nah, I, I've been a little cold lately. Welcome back to Earth a little bit. I had a really good week nine. 
Week ten was average. Week, week 11, eleven was, was average. Rough. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. It's you. You have your sights set on bigger things. Nick's in a massive pool where the payout is ridiculous, and he's one of the final thirty-five now because the, yeah. the Bucks blew it last night. But as we were saying, my dad's terrible birthday aside, college football playoff rankings are out. Nick is upset or like disgruntled to say the least. And it's I wouldn't say upset. I'm just. It's a little. I don't know. I, I feel like BYU is that sport team. And right? you think they were Shanghai? And yeah, you can argue strength of schedule, um, you know, or the resume that they've put together, strength yeah. of resume. Um, but I mean, they're nine and zero. You know, they've got more wins than any team in college football right now. Um, they didn't have any games really canceled besides the Army game that yeah. was postponed. That they're probably not going to play. Um, but a team like Iowa State is six and two, who's ahead of them at thirteen. OU is six and two at eleven. Georgia is five and two at nine. When I mean, those are two lost teams, um, it just it sucks because it doesn't seem like BYU is going to have a, a shot to even sniff the playoff if they do end up winning out. And they only got one more game left on their schedule, but there is flexibility for them to add a game apparently. So um, there are teams that that they've been talking to apparently about actually adding to their schedule. Now it depends on who that team is going to be on whether it's a, a win that's going to be able to catapult them into the playoff teams that have been talked about are like texas a&m um i think they've talked about cincinnati but i mean what does texas a&m and cincinnati have to gain from playing against byu i, I mean, mean they're already that's a, good. that was my point i mean i think cincinnati maybe cincinnati could possibly be the team that has something to gain from it just to kind of give that extra oomph but again cincinnati's ranked seventh here uh, and uh, look, I think right. it, it stinks. Like it, it, we see it all, we, but we see it all the time. Like the college football, they don't take these non-power five schools seriously. They really don't. I mean, the Cincinnati thing's an anomaly. Cincinnati could run the table, and I promise you, if Miami has like maybe one more loss against Clemson or something along those lines, if they meet them, uh, if they meet them down the line in, in, in the ACC championship game. If OU runs the table, they'll jump them with two losses. You know, I, I presume A and M uh, could jump them with a loss. You know, or they have well, already, already, already M's already had. I could, Georgia could jump them with a couple more. You know, statement wins. I mean, look, they Wisconsin if they run the table and Indiana. lose Indiana, Indiana, uh, yeah, exactly. Indiana was hey, Indiana. Indiana is a great team. That kid Fryfogel, by the way, the receiver has back to back two hundred yard games in the Big Ten. Just an FYI. This is this is a different Indiana team than what we're used to seeing. Yeah, that coach is intense. I mean, I just think the the BYU thing. It's like I'm not surprised. Like it's like it sucks. It's unfair. You know, these guys are nine and zero. They haven't lost. They probably won't lose unless they put. And they have a Heisman game. candidate too. They have a Heisman candidate, a kid that's going to go in the first round. It's one of the most exciting BYU teams we've had in a while, and they're just not going to get the credit they deserve because the college football playoffs don't roll like that. They don't give a shit, and we see it time in yeah. and time out. It happened with UCF. Like that UCF team was actually good. They ended up beating Auburn. And again, this BYU team can run the table and go play a team like like Georgia. They could go play a team like A and M. Not even like in that extra expanded game, but they could play them in a bowl game and they can beat them. We could sit there and go, "Holy shit, this team was good," and we kind of then we kind of buff them. My thing is, more importantly, is I yeah. think that BYU is a better team than Cincinnati. Mm. Now I think that Cincinnati will probably get in the playoff easier than most mm. teams in the top ten because they've got two more games left. Yeah, they play against um, Temple next, yeah. and then they play against Tulsa, who's ranked twenty fifth, and. Tulsa did not look great in their last game, and they're not a—they're not better than Cincinnati. But after that, 
you know, you look at who else is in front of them. You got AM who's gonna who, who already has a big loss against Bama. Big right. They're not, gonna to, they're not gonna be able to go into the um actual um the the SEC championship game. No. Bama. Um and they've got two more games left as well. I mean, they're gonna play against Auburn, they're gonna play against LSU. But then you look at Notre Dame and Clemson, if they end up making to the to the championship or the ACC, one of them's gonna have to beat each other and one of them might get knocked out. So I think that allows Cincinnati to get in there because they're not going to lose. And, you know, Florida still has to play, um, you know, some tough teams as well. Yeah. That gives an opportunity to jump them. Well, at the very minimum, Florida has to go meet Alabama in the SEC championship game at the best. Exactly. So they can get knocked out there. I If Lawrence is in the game, I don't see Notre Dame beating them now. Notre Dame does have that win against Clemson. But if Cincinnati's undefeated, I'm going to assume Ohio State goes undefeated here just for argument's sake. They could get in as that four seed. Now, if Cincinnati does end up losing, right, if they end up losing one of these games. Which I don't think they will. I don't think they will, but it's not out of the question. They we've, do. we've seen stranger things happen. Totally. Remember when Pitt took down West Virginia yeah. that one year? Classic. We see that stuff happen all the time. There, who was that team that took down Clemson a couple years back? Someone took him down. I don't remember, it but it BC happened with, with FSU. Maybe it was when, FSU um, that got taken down. We've seen Kaepernick that. was with Nevada. They took down Boise State when they yeah. hadn't lost a game. That App State game against Michigan. I yeah. mean, first of all, Michigan's a complete joke. Uh, second of all, I, I think this Northwestern team is interesting. They really looked solid. That's against, the team that I really want to make the playoff. You want? I do. You know what? I don't. I just don't like Fields played his worst game I've ever seen him play in college, and they still put up forty plus, and they still looked good. And that the Indiana, Northwestern defense though is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it's going to make for an interesting, interesting showdown to say the least. And barring Northwestern, obviously, and Ohio State, keep it up in that matter. I'm curious to see what happens if Florida. Like I think that Florida A&M game. I think that Florida loss was not not indicative of what that team actually is. I think Florida. As good as I think Alabama is, I think they could give them a real test, which which could make things interesting as well. I mean, I don't think I, I, I don't think this top four is necessarily a lock as we've seen in the past where like the top four like didn't change. Like they just kind of fluctuated. Didn't really change. Right. I, I think a Pac twelve team, undefeated Pac twelve team, if USC or Oregon can go for it, that could be interesting. I don't think the I think the Big Twelve is toast. I don't think yeah. two losses. I mean, they they tear each other apart. Yeah. Yeah, OU's, OU is no joke, though. I think they're kind of getting it together. My biggest disappointment is a team, and I guess two teams that are not present in the top 25, and it's another team from the SEC, South Carolina, not because I had high hopes for them this season, but because their brethren in North Carolina and Coastal Carolina are in the top 25, and they're yep. not there. <laughs> I wonder if that's the first time that that's ever happened. I, I bet that it is, just because of I've never seen Coastal Carolina in the top 25. Yeah, they're turf. But they're field, by the Could way. Be, yeah. Do you guys think their field is gross? There's three Carolina cool? teams in the, in the top 25. Clemson yeah. and those two. Yeah, so in South yeah. Carolina. East, East Carolina, too, I guess, would be. I, I don't really have beef with them because they're not supposed to be in the top 25. But South Carolina, what do you get? South Carolina should have been there. Their coach fired. He's gone. Muschamp's gone. I mean, it's just a complete disaster, you know, yeah. over in South Carolina. But needless to say, I think – the college football season is far from over, and I think we have a lot of shoe left. Uh, that's that was definitely definitely a, a good, a very not so super surprising, but the BYU thing was interesting for sure. We'll see what happens next week and after this weekend. Any big games this weekend? Wisconsin things. I mean, first of all, this guys, I this 
the Midwest is kind of dicked. But from the COVID thing, Minnesota's a disaster. Notre Dame UNC is the big game this week. That's yeah, it. I mean Texas Iowa State is. Oh yeah, for, for, a big game for and the Iron Bowl. The Big Twelve. It's a yep, big game. Texas well. Iowa State's a big game for the Big Twelve. It's a big. This is the biggest game. This is it for Herman. Herman has. It's at home. He's got to take. I, if he can't win this game, my my inclination is that it doesn't matter. He's toast the other way. I think so. You think Herman's the guy? I think they already have a search party out there for, for Urban. Meyer. I unless unless if they can't get. I mean, I I hope that that they're saying like if we can't get Urban, then we don't try someone else. Like that, at that point, we keep Herman pending he finishes the season strong. Um, that's guys- and, and for me, I just don't want to see us waste more time by going and getting another coach who's not going to push us to that next level. Right. And I, I don't think you're wasting any time when you get urban. I mean, you know, you know what you're getting right away. You know, they're competing year one. Right. But what do you think right. about this? What happens if, I mean, this is a hypothetical scenario. What if Texas insists to hire Urban Meyer and Tom Herman makes the transition to the NFL? I think that his style of coaching tra- translates well to the NFL. What? Undisciplined? Yeah, it'd be great for the Jets. <laughs> I just Perfect I don't know. I, I think that he's he's an offensive mind. I think culture wise, he's more of a um, kind of let your players, you know, do their thing type of guy. I see what you're saying, but I think it's different than the Kingsbury thing. I think Kingsbury is actually like a good X and O's guy or a better X and O's guy, and he just didn't have the talent at tech. Like I mean, he he had Mahomes, but he didn't yeah, have Mahomes. Other than that, he but Mahomes Which was, you know what? I was looking the other day just for shits and giggles. At like the recruiting class that Mahomes was in for for um coming out of high school, he was like the twenty second overall ranked quarterback. He was like a three star. Mahomes, that ridiculous. Mahomes is unbelievable. Obviously, one of the best I've ever seen do it. But he wasn't supposed to be this good. And I'm not. Gonna, we're not going to sit here and pretend like he was. He threw for a million and one yards attack. That offense was explosive. The defense couldn't stop the nosebleed. But even still, then no one was like, "This is out of the norm for Texas Tech quarterbacks." That yeah. was the for all Texas Tech quarterbacks. Yeah, Graham Harrell I mean, did, did it. I mean, Graham they all Harrell did. did. Everyone fucking did. Yeah, we know. We know. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm with you, Toss, and I'm with you. I'm with both of you. I want Urban. But if we don't get Urban, I don't want a midling coach to just kind of you know buoy us until we cut. I think it's state. Urban or bust. Yeah, I, either Urban or we keep, keep Herman. You keep Herman if if you're not getting Urban. Yeah, Agreed. I like the I like the Urban to Texas Herman as an OC somewhere. No, that's what I mean. Like, I, I don't think. Th- yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. I don't see him ready to take on the NFL. Although there's a ton of there's the gonna be a ton of vacancies this year in the NFL. Um, I mean, there's definitely a lot of candidates within the NFL already, but you know, you never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I'm curious to see what the NFL does as far as like who they go after. If they go down there to college ranks, a lot of vacancies. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of coordinators. I mean, obviously, there's guys that were talked about last year, like Dennis Allen and. Um, you know, Sala from yeah, yeah, enemy and Sala from the Niners. He might go to you, Nick. He might go to the Chargers. enemy I think he should. Yeah, I mean that'd be great for Herbert. It's a great fit. Uh, you know what I think could happen if OU does not win the Big Twelve. If there's going to be a college coach that goes, it could be Lincoln potentially. Maybe, maybe it seems like he's kind of content with. Just sitting pretty in the Capard's seat right now. Cowboys should have Cowboys should have thrown him everything they owned. Yeah. Whatever. Um, whatever. Speaking of the NFL, 
Let's get into the NFL. Three biggest takeaways this week, guys. I'll kick us off with my three takeaways. Kick it to the Nick, then toss. Um, my three takeaways in the NFL this week. Saints are the best team in the NFC. That's my takeaway number one. I, I'm not even I'm not remotely sold on the whole Taysom Hill thing. I need to see it work for a few more weeks. But if that if they can kind of get that paying off and carry that into the playoffs and get that buy and then get Breeze back, their lead the the the, the buy the home field advantage. And only one team gets a buy. Remember, that defense is dynamite. Yeah, that, that is their a, defense really stepped it up. I mean, they destroyed Matt Ryan. They you know, with pressure the entire game. They they were ferocious. Hendrickson. That like Ramsey, Kamara, that draft is in Hendrickson. That draft is crazy. That draft they put together is crazy. I think Lattimore's in there too. It's a crazy draft. So but, it's kind of you're kind of saying that like them in the future with Bree, like you're, you're saying like right now as their current roster is, they're the best team in the NFC. Yeah. I, dude, I, the even pa- even it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's under center. N- not really. I mean the Packers like I clear. I mean I don't know the Packers are. Packers are not who they thought they were. I mean, the Packers. Okay, they're they're great. They're great. Rodgers is amazing, and then they get blown out by the Bucks, who then can't close against the Rams. Who Brady looked terrible in the second half, horrible. Who and they can't and they can't beat the Saints. Bucks have lost to the Saints twice. One time horribly. Week one we give them yeah. like whatever. Week two we the, or the second time they met they got blown out. The Seahawks, oh, they're they're amazing. The best offense in the league. Russell Wilson starts to have problems. They drop a few games. Rams. Could be that team that could contend against the Saints. That it could be them. It could be the Rams. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that I, I like the look of the Seahawks with Dunlap and Jamal Adams back on the field now. I think their defense looked better than it had yeah. the entire year. This last game against the Cardinals, who obviously we we recognize them now as a surefire offense who can get it done basically against anyone. Yeah. Um it's a good game. It was a it was a good game, but they, they held them to what, under twenty seven points i mean this is a great game by the seahawks defense i i think the packers yeah their defense leaves a little bit to be desired a lot of um, it to be desired that colts team is not good offensively i don't think they are i think they're meh they're a meh offensive think, team i think they have they just have a good system and oh, a good yeah. fit with those running backs who you can slot any one of them in and they're Backs are pretty good. effective you know, here's the thing i i think they're an underwhelming off because it's Philip Rivers and he's old and he's not the old Philip Rivers. He can't really move in the pocket. But like you say, Toss, they've got an interesting backfield with their running backs that they rotated out there. They've got a ton of receivers and they've got one of the best offensive lines in football. Yeah, they do. And multiple, t- not only receivers, but multiple tight ends. They have three good tight ends Doyle, Burton, and Moali Cox. All three. Burton, they get involved in creative ways. We've seen him. Run in like, like three he's touchdowns. Healthy. He's healthy. I mean, now. their I mean, least productive receiver is Ty Hilton. Yeah, yeah. He's who even who even receiver. did a little who even did a little bit last game. Um, and, and Pittman, obviously, Josh, you you predicted that breakout and rightly so. Yeah, um, he Pittman had a great guy. game last week. So Pittman's. Legit. I don't know. I think their uh, I think their offense is underrated. My dad and Pittman's dad went to high school together. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Pittman Senior. I remember. Oh, I remember we we spoke about that. Uh, look, I th- I don't look, I don't think they're horrible. But I just think they're meh. And point being, they out they crush the Packers defense. They crush the Packers defense. Yeah, I just think that the the Saints like they're the best team right now. But I think the edge is cl- I think it's close. I think it's close with okay. these other next teams. I think the Rams um, are the second best team. I would say my takeaway. I did too. I would say my takeaway number two. The Ravens have a serious problem, and not just this year, like a serious long term problem. They. 
how many more weapons do you really need around a quarterback to make it happen? That off, they've invested a lot in the offensive line. It's he's not what he was. He's not the same thing as he was last year, and it's not looking pretty. Last year, that was a Titans team they would have smacked. They would have beaten that Titans team. But Titans beat them in the playoffs, kind of exposed them, and now all of a sudden, since then, the Ravens are kind of, kind of like, okay, not great. They lost the Patriots team, a team they should definitely have beaten. They should have beaten yeah. that Titans team. They didn't close. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, the defense fell apart a bit, but I, I, Lamar has been very underwhelming for me. He's very underwhelming. Think I think it was mentioned uh, two years ago when he kind of showed the flashes at the end of the year. I was like, I'm not convinced. I distinctly remember saying, like, I'm not convinced because wait for these NFL coaches to game plan. And I was wrong, kind of. It just took them a little while to finally figure out what the game plan actually was. And it took them an MVP season of him running all over everyone. And he doesn't have a bad arm. Like, I, I, I re- distinctly remember a throw from that game against Tennessee where he hit it in a really tight window to Mark Andrews over the shoulder, and it was a very impressive throw. But I, I don't know if it's it, it's not consistent enough, and the play calling does not yield for him to kind of take over with his arm. Um, and he's also, in the, in the way that Kyler likes to get outside of the pocket and then deliver his throws, Lamar does not like to do that. He likes to be in. And he likes to run, obviously, but he doesn't throw well on the run, yeah. which is a problem. It is a problem, and it's a problem that in this – ooh, that's me, guys. Sorry. I was looking up Lamar's stats, and then – I hate – why does ESPN have an effing commercial every time you go to look up a guy's stats? I was checking some numbers, and the numbers say that Lamar Jackson's completion percentage is under 60, and in an era of where check down is king, that's abysmal. Abysmal. It's not good. I just think yeah. they, they along with my final point, and I'll let you go, Nick, the Eagles also have a problem, a more pressing problem. And I've said enough about it. I want to see Hurts play. That's it. That's all I'll say. Why not, right? That's it. That's all I'll say on why, it. Why, why on, on, on that, I think at this point, yeah, why not? Why not just let it let, spend, see what happens? My, on him. Yeah. my gut is that things are not going to go well for him and he's going to look really bad too. Cause I think they have a lot more problems than just the guy that's under center for them. But, but like, what if you know? I will see, we'll see. That's, that's the thing is like, you won't find out until you try. The thing it, right? is like, like best case scenario, you got, you, you start him, right? He wins some games for you. He looks awesome. You trade Carson Wentz. I'm sure someone will pay a second or third round pick for him. Sure. Just because Carson Wentz, I agree. Just because Carson Wentz was the second overall pick, does not mean he has to start every damn game. Right. He's been horrible. Maybe they is do have more problems. Fourth in the league? It's his fourth year. That's enough time. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe they have more I mean, problems. Goff's not amazing, but he's getting wins. I mean, he's been in the Super Bowl. The Giants suck. They suck. The Giants suck. The Cowboys, without Dak Prescott, are not particularly good. The football team is un- in- heading in the right direction, but for the time being, also not good. And they're on their third quarterback. Alex Smith, who we thought would never play football again. Great story, but not a threat at this point. And the Eagles might lose the division with all that going on. If they lose the oh, division... I think, I think they definitely will lose the division. It, it, the odds are not in their favor. They've been horrible. I mean, I can I tell you that the, Minnesota. they definitely did. I can tell you that the Eagles are going to ride, ride out Carson Wentz. They're not not 
starting him. How many? I mean, I know we're we're being hypothetical when we're saying we all want to see Hurts step in and play, but they're not going to do it because they feel like Wentz gives them the best shot at winning this division, and it's a division that they like. How embarrassing if they don't win this division? He's not a winner. Yeah, no, he's. I mean, clearly he's not. I mean, they've they've had the opportunity. They've been what three wins and one tie for the last two weeks. They've lost their last two games. They have the opportunity to really jump out on the rest of these teams in the NFC East, who, like you just mentioned, none of them are good. And now these other teams are neck and neck. The Cowboys win on Thursday. They're leading the division. That This is not a Cowboys team that should lead the division. This is a Cowboys team that is one of the biggest disappointments in the NFL. How can that team be beating you? Right. It's just it's it's embarrassing. For if them, the football frankly. team wins the division, if the football team wins the division, and the Eagles, with Carson Wentz, lose it. They have to look in another direction. They have to. They have to. If Jimmy Garoppolo sure. becomes available, they have to look at him. They have to look at the whole Darnold situation. I mean, that Carson Wentz is just not the same since injury, unfortunately. It's kind of a matter- we looked at it, though, and in, in the Giants' the Giants schedule is way easier. The no. Giants, the, the Eagles are not going to win the, the division because their schedule is really difficult, and there's no way they close out these tough games against tough opponents. Hurts wins. Bring yep. them in. No way. Nick. Takeaway number one. And this is a pretty obvious one. Go, man. Justin Herbert has solidified his spot as the offensive rookie of the year okay. um, with the loss of Joe Burrow, obviously. Yeah. Um, terrible injury. Oof, Worse than was, everyone expected. I mean, he tore his MCL, his ACL, damage to the PCL, and I think he damaged his meniscus as well. I mean, it's the worst possible outcome you could have there. I saw it. Um, I saw it live. Yeah, he might, he's going to be yeah, out I next season. It. I saw it live. Yeah, and it looked like his knee was destroyed. I was not surprised. That was horrible. Yeah, I mean, he might not play again until 2022, which is very unfortunate because it's number one pick overall. And, you know, he was America's sweetheart last year, running, winning the Heisman, having was, you know, maybe the greatest season of all time by a college quarterback. But Herbert's and, been And out. for all intents and purposes, trending this Bengals franchise in the right direction. Yeah, with, yeah. With, yeah. with Higgins. He looked really back. good. Higgins, boy, they, yeah, they look good. Yeah, massive step back for them. Um, but – that being said, Herbert's been playing amazing football. He's been he's been playing like a pro. I mean, he looks like a vet out there. And I'm not even just saying that as a Chargers fan. No. I, I think most people can agree with me that – I mean, he's already setting the league on fire with the records that he's breaking as a rookie. And, Nick, I mean, you're not a Chargers fan. For, I think he's thrown through six six games with three or more touchdowns, which is like a rookie record. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's set records for, for yards, for touchdowns. All sorts of things, and he's not turning the ball over either. No. The only thing that they're really lacking is the win category, and it's not really his fault. No, it's a defense that falls apart. Yeah, and the only thing I'll say to correct you is you're not a Chargers fan. You are now a Raiders fan, so this is definitely unbiased by you. And I will let me ask you this, yeah. Nick, and totally. Thomas. I said watching football the other day that not only is he unbelievable, and I'm blown away, and that, and I also said that Nick was wrong for throwing a hissy fit. On draft night, maybe he was hangry. The food wasn't there. What was that hissy fit? I, I bought a Herbert jersey <laughs> you did. the next day. You did. You did commit. You, I, you may have been hangry. It was a mix of both. Here's the deal. Is he the best rookie quarterback you've ever seen? Because I think he's the best rookie quarterback I've ever seen. Best rookie quarterback I've ever seen? I, in my lifetime. I, really I think, think so. so. Yeah, I mean, you look back at all like the rookies, like notable rookie seasons, and no, no one really jumps out to me like him. None. Not in my lifetime. Like, not even like I mean, Baker was... had a pretty good rookie season, but like he also did a lot of picks. Didn't what was Russ's rookie season like? It was pretty good from what I remembered. I'm looking at I'm looking at Cam's right now. I mean, uh, Cam's 
Cam's was cool because he ran well, but he didn't throw the ball. He threw the ball solid. He threw the ball better than Luck did. Uh, Bradford low key had a good rookie year, by the way. RG three, RG three had a good year. RG three, RG three had a good year. Baker Mayfield, I think, had like the best statistical rookie season. But he barely he, he didn't play rookie. a full year, did he? Yeah, he, he came did. on like he week like week, week, like week three, three yeah. week three. It's like yeah. the exact same thing that happened with Terod Taylor. He got Terod Taylor got hurt, and then he. So if you oh, that's sad. Spot. You draft a rookie quarterback, you get Terod Taylor on your team too, and eventually the rookie comes in. Well, your RG RG three was exceptional. RG3 what the Jets yeah, need to do is they need to they need to trade for Terod Taylor next year and start him week one, and get a uh, Dude, a yeah. medical examiner He's to puncture his lung, Oof, and God. then Jesus, dark. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is gonna be sick. He's the he's he's the whisper. Uh but yeah, I agree, Nick. Who what's your takeaway number two, buddy? Um, takeaway number two is the Detroit Lions need to fire Matt Patricia ASAP. Yeah, that was a bad loss. That's um it. they got blanked by the Carolina Panthers with the XFL quarterback. <laughs> I mean, he was the XFL MVP, but I mean PJ Walker is no Teddy Bridgewater. He was the XL, um, uh, XFL MVP. Let's leave it at that. Exactly. He was also a four year quarterback at Temp at Temple, where he got coached, obviously, by Matt Rule, so that that's where the you know the the connection started, and good for that. Right. But yeah, I mean that's a cool little connection there. But come on, Detroit got blanked by that. Pathetic. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just coaching right there. I mean that's just that win is, it's just a coaching win. Like the, you line up the two coaches against each other, the staffs against each other, and the Panthers have a better run team right now. And they've had some really bad losses this year too. I mean, loser they've losses. They've got some surprising wins, but some really horrendous losses. Yep. Yeah. Loser moves. I think that I was surprised. Um, I heard a couple of people talking the other day, and they were saying that like they were lining up the the teams that play just like really really good crisp football, and like weirdly, even though the Panthers obviously have a losing record, they they definitely fit that category. They definitely fit the bill there. Like I like them. I think they're like you can't in... say a team like the Bucks, as good as they are, like they do not play crisp football. They are marked with so many penalties every single game arians is all over the place with the way that he's dialing up play calling i think you know that's part of the reason why brady looks so bad and again what are you supposed to do against a really good defense like the rams but yeah i just the panthers have really impressed me this year they're better than i thought they were they spent the whole draft on defense and it shows they're like competitive like they're in games they're a team like once bridgewater's healthy mccaffrey's been out the whole year If they could add a piece in the offensive line i think they're in good shape I think it's a good takeaway, yeah. Nick. I think Patricia's got to go. Sucks, but sorry. Number three. Nick, number three for you, man. Number three. Um, I'm going to kind of stick with my guns. Um, this is kind of a, a two takeaway, what I said last week. Uh, the Raiders are making the playoffs. Okay. I think you know, this is the biggest threat to Kansas City. Um, you know, They already beat them once this season. They played a really tight, close game um, on Sunday night mm-hmm. that Kansas City had to go and win on the game-winning drive yeah. um, with that miraculous drive that Mahomes put together, finding Kelsey in the end zone. Um, but I think that, you know, I think Kansas City's not going to lose the game for the rest of the season, like Toss said last week. And then I also think that the Raiders are going to be a wild-card team. Do you say, I, I said that too. We, that, was, that wasn't me. That, was, that must have been Josh. I think um, that was me. I, think I would love to take credit for that. I would love to take credit for that, though. I, if, if well, someone okay. said Kansas City's not losing the game the rest of the season. I think it was me, maybe, but that's a good way to remember. At least to keep your eyes peeled and ears close. I think it was Toss. I really do. I mean, it might have been me too. I mean, either way, if I see Kansas City lined up against any other team in the NFL, we te- I'm going to pick them to win. <laughs> we were even texting, and you said they're not going to lose again. 
probably. I also I also predicted that the Steelers go undefeated. So I think that, that was, was they, that was, that was him. I think that I was that was Steelers not me. are they do look great, but they've got a tough schedule ahead of them. They yeah, still play they're against a tough Tennessee. team. They still play against Baltimore again. Yeah. Um, I, I okay. Does. So you want to go? You want to go into one of my takeaways that's related to the Steelers? And I texted you guys about this, but we talked about it. But I think that even as much as many assets as the Dolphins got in that trade, the Steelers grabbing Mika Fitzpatrick, who to me is easily the best safety in the league. That's what I was saying. It's, no, it's no question. The the guy's ball awareness. Like there was the play where. Whoever there, I can't even remember what that quarterback's gluten free was. <laughs> take gluten free. Gluten free uh, got a tipped ball, and and Minka was he he started the the immediate moment where that ball got tipped. He had already like started sprinting, and a lot of times when you're going one direction, Nick, you can talk about this, like switching and turning directions, and then sprinting in that opposite direction while you've already been sprinting in one direction is incredibly difficult. And he did it. I've never seen someone do it faster on this read. Caught that interception and, and took it back um, like 20, 25 yards. But I just think that he's the best safety in the league. Um, and I think that that trade for them is instrumental in what we're seeing. Obviously, with the big Ben healthy, it makes a total difference because they don't have Mason Rudolph there. But I'm going to stick with the undefeated season. I don't think I don't think they're going to have a loss on the record this year. Yeah, and I think the Fitzpatrick trade is hogwash. It's a boatload of BS for the Dolphins. I think it was dumb as dirt. I think. It was I mean, I think deal. they. I think they acquired a lot of assets. You got and... a first round pick, which they spent on. Like, they spent it on Austin Jackson, but you could have gotten him at the thirtieth or the later pick, where you took Noah Higubajin, yeah. whatever. And you, 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 you look. The their guy. defense is their defense is good, but any defense is better with Minka Fitzpatrick, as we're seeing with the Steelers right now. Top five defensive yeah. player in the league. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's my that's my number one. I think. I think we can put it to rest now and like we don't need to ever bring it back up again. Yeah. But Ezekiel Elliott is not the best running back in the NFL. And he's probably not the second best either. He's probably number he's probably number three or lower. If you wanted to, I I would I would I I would continue that argument and we could talk about it because I'd be open to I'd be open to hearing it. Derek Henry I think my top three are uh, Dalvin Cook one, Derek Henry two. Kamara three without McCaffrey being just not including yeah. him right now because he's hurt. McCa- I mean, he's he's hurt, so I can't like. Really, I mean, just including Saquon McCaffrey. Barley's hurt too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I agree, Nick. Right I think all three of those guys are better than Ezekiel Elliott. And now the Cowboys are kind of like in this Dude, conundrum. Nick, Nick Chubb might even be better. Nick Chubb's he, sick. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt is like also a top nine running back. Yeah, that was in, dope in the league. They are both amazing. They're That's both amazing. What Stefanski has done there is is really really impressive. He brought him in for he did the whole yeah. thing with Dalvin Cook last year. I think number one best running back in the league is Henry, followed by Cook, followed by Kamara. I think Zeke. I, I think Zeke still got it. I think the offensive line's hurt. The issue with Zeke is he like he kind of fumbles a boatload, and that's a problem. yeah. That's a, he had like three fumbles in one game. You can't turn the ball over. I, they're gonna you gotta hold on to the ball. They, and Pollard doesn't look bad. I think to get rid of the money to put money elsewhere, they're gonna have to cut him and cut their time. They're gonna have to cut him. They're not. They're not going to. But they I. Have to not to either. It's a branding thing. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But Pollard. Pollard busted out of forty. He was like. He was like six rushes for like sixty-five yards. I, I mean, like that guy's an effective runner. I don't um, understand. Like, go pay Kenyon Drake half the amount you could pay Zeke and bring him in. Whatever. 
Whatever, whatever, whatever. But that's a great point. I'll put it to rest. And then my third one. Taz. I just like I just I'm 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 a little bit sour that I predicted the Chiefs to like real I thought they were really gonna put it to the Raiders in this last game and they didn't. Obviously it was a close game, but I think that Nick you said, um, what, how did you describe the last drive? Um, a miraculous. Yeah, it wasn't miraculous. Drive or it wasn't miraculous. It was mundane. It was it was every day. It was yeah. what this guy does. It's what he eats for breakfast. I mean, well, like you I, know what? You knew it was going to happen, right? But that was only his fifth game-winning drive in his career. Because how many does he need to have, though? Exactly, exactly. Because they flashed the right. stat. <laughs> Derek Carr has like twenty-two in his career, and Mahomes has four in his career. People are like, wait, how is that possible? Because Jared Carr is always playing from behind. Because he's winning. He's not losing. Yeah. How many games yeah. has he lost? How many games has he been trailing in the fourth quarter, period, and lost? It's like, it was little long, yeah. But is there any chance that this team loses the Super Bowl? Is there any chance? Uh, no, dude. They're winning it all. They're so sick. They're so sick. They're, they're so but good. I don't know. Dude, you they're... can't even hate it because he's such a likable player, too. I don't think he is. Gonna... And they also have the top, they have the top five receiver on their team. And he's not even the receiver. Travis Kelsey, is, Travis Kelsey is so good. Can he win? He's so good. Can he be a top yeah, five? Yeah, he's MVP second candidate? in yards behind DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's. I think he's third. He's third. Oh, he's, he's first. Four, in, he's like forty something yards away. He's like from first in every. Well, hell, hell, hell of a year by Waller. That was the battle of this year's tight ends. The yeah, Waller, Waller versus Waller, Kelsey. Well, Waller's, Waller's been unbelievable this year. He's been sick. Maybe Nick, one of your favorites. Flash the graphic side yeah. by side and. Kelsey's one in every category. Waller's two in every category. Yeah, Receptions, yards, touchdowns. Saw that graphic as well. Did you? The Kel, can Kelsey be a top five MVP candidate, or is that crazy? He can no, win. He, can he win Offensive Player of the Year, or is that crazy? I think he he probably doesn't have an, enough touchdowns. He's up there in touchdowns, but I don't know if he has enough. I mean, look, like Tyree what Kill. you're not gonna give to him. Tyree Kill has more than ten touchdowns. He that's He's a crazy. that's a good one to throw out. Yeah, yeah Adams. I mean, Tyree Kill. I've always said Yeah, I mean, I, I also texted you guys, and I said that DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams are better than Michael Thomas, and I I think I firmly believe that. Um, we'll yeah. see how the rest of the season shakes out. But... He's been hurt, and he came back with Taysom Hill at quarterback. He still had 100. Yeah, it's, Devontae Adams was hurt this year. You think he came back and was slow? No, sir. He scored like three touchdowns in the first game. Yeah, Devontae Adams, has, Devontae Adams has 10 touchdowns this year, and he's he's missed like four games, right? I missed three, two, three. I, I Listen, I have him in fantasy. I'm not complaining. But I think the thing with Michael Thomas, I think he was great. He had that one bad drop. That is true. But other than that, he had a nine-catch, 100-plus yard game with Taysom Hill quarterback. Sure, sure. I, but I'm not... but I, pointed, I pointed to I don't like the locker room antics this year, and they've turned me off a little bit. And DeAndre Hopkins is as amazing as he is. He's also lunch pail. Josh, you and I met him. He loves barbecue. He yeah, goes nice to work guy. every single day. He catches Hail Marys. Like, that's – He's, he's just got unreal hands. Nick's always said it. Nick's always been his guy in in, in his corner with him. Look, um, if, if Nick has a jersey, then he's a fan. Yeah, and true. I've got one. You do have a shirt jersey, a jersey, a jersey. I will say to close out that I've, I've got a pretty. No, you got a jersey, jersey, don't you? Or no, is that a shirt jersey. jersey? I've got a pretty dope roster of jerseys right now going. Yeah, that's nice. You do have a good one. I have, I have Michael Thomas and Odell. Um, but yeah, I think Mike Evans, by the way, also is in there. He's a grown man. He's a beast. He's a beast. Oh, by yeah. the way, Antonio Brown is back. No, he never left. Very much so. He's an asshole. He's back. He's an asshole, but he never left. Antonio Brown's an asshole. I... Michael Thomas is like Michael Thomas is was giving me serious Dwight Howard like remnants of like really great player, but like totally weird vibes. 
Like, so who's weird. gonna win? Who's gonna win Coach of the Year this year? Um, Frank Reich. If might... Tomlin goes undefeated, do you have to give yeah, it to him? Yeah, yeah. No, Tomlin's so. gonna win it. Tomlin's gonna win it. But can we add on the fact that like he had to deal with Antonio Brown for the entirety of his career? Like the fact that. The fact that it took this long for all these things to arise with him, and I know and like, it's been a while since he since he t- yes and Le'Veon and Big Ben like, raped somebody. If <laughs> Jesus, like if, I, if they go undefeated, Tomlin wins it. If they don't go undefeated and the Dolphins make the playoffs, then Flores wins. That was a bad loss. That was a bad. That was a bad. Any bench Tua too. And Tua looked like was shit. It a, was it a benching? That was the benching? Yeah, he got benched. Yeah. He looked like shit. He talked a big game in the media, said I thought it was going to be a lot harder, played like dog shit, got benched. Serves him right. Welcome to welcome to the league, baby. No Should have kept him in. Yeah. Should have kept him in. Well, Fitzmagic. Hey, Fitzmagic leads him down the field and throws a pick in the end zone. Intersection. In the Classic. End zone. Vintage Fitzmagic. Vintage. I, wanted, I wanted to touch on this before when you guys were talking about Minka Fitzpatrick. Please. Who do you guys, who's your favorite for defensive player of the year? Donald. Is it him? Donald still. Donald's yeah. the best defensive player I've ever seen. Yeah, but are the numbers there to give him the award this year? They put they speaking of the graphics they flashed, they flashed his number of double teams and triple teams and he's still like top fives in sacks. It's insane. Jesus. It's insane. He's like triple teamed sometimes. Like more than a couple times he's been triple teamed. And he's the best. I mean, Miles Garrett, if he was playing full season, not missing weeks, maybe he'd have a shot. Fitzpatrick, obviously, is in the mix. I think he's great. Um, Xavier Howard never gets any love, but he's an unbelievable cornerback for the Buda Dolphins. Buda ba- I'm a huge I've always been a big Buda Baker guy. He's great. I mean, got, you know, in the Cam Jordan, he's up there. You know, what, TJ Watt. I mean, the whole Steelers team, to it. The whole Steelers defense is just eating to it. Yeah, to pre. Yeah, they're all eating. Dupree's going to get paid. They're all eating. Yeah, it's a great question, Nick. It's something I'm going to have to look into a bit more. Um, real quick, before we, I'll give mine so fast. we got to touch on NBA stuff real quick because it was crazy. Three winners, three losers. Super fast. Big winner for me. Biggest winner, I think. Lakers, obviously. Trez Harrell signing, huge. Getting him away from the Clippers. The Gasol signing was massive. The Schroeder trade was huge. It's, they they really Matthews. they really got better they got better which is crazy I think yeah I was I was talking to my brother about this and I I would love to hear you guys your opinion also defensive player of the year odds have T J Watt at number one they by do? the way just okay. to, just to throw that out there yeah. yeah um do y'all think that this Lakers team now we know that Anthony Davis is going to sign with L A he's just yeah. waiting until afterwards to get the deal he wants. Is this Lakers team the best team that LeBron's ever played with? Better than any of the Miami Heat teams? No, because mm, no, I don't think so. Because I think I think that they are. They could be. I think I think through and through, top to bottom roster, I think they are. I think that the two of six man award. We got the one who won it, and we got the other guy who was second. They were also both top two in bench scoring. They, they added up are more valuable than one Chris Bosh, I think, in my opinion. But the Heat had other guys. I mean, maybe. It's possible. I, they, I, the Heat had other guys, but were there other guys better than Alex Caruso? Were they better than Contavious Caldwell-Pope? No. Were they hey, better this than— is a deep, no, This team is was, deep as hell. Wes Matthews, their team is so deep. Is is Mark Gasol their backup center 
better than Joel Anthony? You would, yes. yes. Yes, he is. He's considerably better. No, like, I, I think the depth across the board is, is way better than, than his Heat team. It's the best Laker which is team. crazy it's, to it's, say. It's the best Laker team. It could be the best Laker team of our lifetime, which would be insane. Yeah. But, listen, the Lakers, as good as they are, on paper, it's fantastic. I don't think – I think Trez Harrell is going to go properly because mm-hmm. there's nothing should really change in his game. We could see Gasol tail off, and we've seen Schroeder be great. We've seen him not be great. So I think either way, we could it could something could potentially happen there. Um, but I think I'm very impressed by them. To correct you, unfortunately, I, Gian, he's waiting for Giannis. If Giannis, he's waiting to see what kind of deal Giannis signs. If Giannis signs a super max in Milwaukee and is committing to there, he's gonna go get his money. But if he sees Giannis take a different type of deal or not take a deal at all, he's gonna sign a lesser deal so they have the money to pay for Giannis. That's the that's Anthony the, Davis. That's the Anthony Davis thing. No, that's, I think he's waiting to see what he's waiting to see. Well, they can't give him the supermax; they don't have enough money. But I think what he's mulling over is the length of the contract because he might want to take the same amount of years as LeBron. And if he takes the same amount of years, so two years of the player option, if he takes two years of the player option, and he can decide what he wants to do after LeBron potentially retires, or if LeBron goes somewhere else, he can go with him. I think there's a lot of things on the table. That's also a good one as well. I, but I read, yeah. the, I read the Giannis thing, so I believe everything I read. Giannis, the, yeah, it's so interesting. We're, we're each picking one team. We're each picking three teams. Uh, I'm gonna go real quick. Three teams. Nine teams. Uh, yeah, super quick. I'm gonna be done in a second. Blazers. I think this is the best Blazers team with Dame. Taking all my teams, man. Sorry, Nick. The Roko move was gonna be huge. Just wait for it. And I think having Nurkic back the in a full move. season. Cantor moves nice to bring him back. And Harry Giles, maybe this, you know, him and Collins could kind of get things going. And obviously Hood, and I love Mello. The Hawks, I think the the, the Kings just rejected and bugged on him, which is going to be a Hawk. So Gallinari, Rondo, Chris Dunn to supplement Trey Young's defensive woes and kind of Rondo's as he's getting up there in age, although he was good defensively last year. Um, they don't, they don't, Hunter can kind of come off the bench. Hoyer can be that bench score because he's not a legit starter. And then I think the Hawks. So I think I'm happy with the Hawks. And for my three losers, I don't. I'm, people are saying Clippers. No, I'm not. They bought. Listen, they lost Jermichael Green, unfortunately, but I and Harold. But they got Ibaka, so it's good enough. And they traded for Kennard. Decent enough for me. Raptors. They lost Gasol. They lost Ibaka. They didn't replace him with Jermichael Green. Harry Giles was there. Plumlee was there. He went to the Pistons. Pistons are another loser of mine. They sound like a big man, like we're playing in the 1980s. I have no idea what they're doing there. I have no idea what they're doing in Charlotte. You don't rebuild by throwing out random deals to Jeremiah Grant, three years, $60 million, when you already have Blake Griffin. And now you've waited so long to trade Blake Griffin. Like the Wizards, oh, we want to trade John Wall. Who's taking his $40 million? Who's taking Blake's contract? Well, now you've waited, and everyone signed people. Hornets with the with the Hayward thing, it's like, I don't get it. I'll never understand. The beyond both, they, they just suck. Okay. Well, I mean, I think the the unfortunate thing for them right now is that they have to pay. They're paying Gordon, but they're also paying who's con- they're paying Batum still, and Batum's no, contract. No, they still are. They they still they are responsible him? for paying his con- Yes. They, yeah. Yes. Losers, suckers, and losers. So they have to pay that out. Um, yeah, I agree. I I disagree with the i think the hawks are wasting money in my mind they're not this is not a roster that's going to win them a championship this is not a top three in the east roster and you don't spend that on long-term contracts that are three or four years which all of those were with bogdanovich with gallinari rondo wasn't rondo's is two rondo's two two but they overpaid for rondo they didn't pay him that much 
Give me like 15 mil. It was like two for 16. He's not worth that. He was instrumental in that Lakers win. I agree, but like, look what you look what they got Marcus Sol for. Look what the Lakers pull Marcus Sol in for. You think these Rondo guys that are valuable. old? Yes, and he's not. He don't need to be spending that much on a guy like that, in, in my opinion. But if you want to get him, sure, great. You need defensive presence behind Trey Young. I just think now you're locked into these like pretty high contracts for these like. Middle of the pack. None of those players will be all stars next year. I love Gallinari. I love what he brings to the table. He's a great offensive threat. He's a twenty plus scorer. He can be. He might end up being seventeen because there's a lot of mouths to feed there. But I just don't think that they have anything sexier to get them past Boston, to get them past the seventy sixers now, who have put together a really, a really well oiled roster, which no surprise, there were more he's there. And and also, of course, you know, you've got the Heat, who just, they bring Bam out of bio back. They signed the him Bucks. a massive contract. You've got the Bucks, and you've got the, and you've the, got the Nets. And the Nets, let's see what they do. I, I think the Raptors will take a, a step down. But yeah, that, there's, the Hawks will not be better than any of those teams. No, they but won't. if they make the playoffs, I'll disagree with you. If they don't, then I will see your point. I'm not saying that they're not going to make the playoffs. I think they will, but they won't be a top. What I said the is worst. they're not going to be a top team in the East. And at that point, it's like, what are you, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your not you're not you're wasting time and money, unless they're going to package those guys in a deal for a bigger piece. Okay, if that's the purpose behind it, because you have to have that cap space to match, and that's a lot of times that's why people make those deals like Jeremy Grant paying yeah. him twenty million because you have to have that that space and that cap, and if you don't, then you can't match those salaries. Then it's then it's a waste. If they want to play these guys out, they want to play Bogdanovich. I'm I'm glad the Kings did match the offer. Good hey. for them. Well, the Kings, are, I think, at that point are a different space. They're not. They're they play in the West. They're not making the playoffs. There's no chance. They're going to be picking you in top five next year, and they know that. The Hawks, they add Okongwu. They have Capella back and healthy. Adding Gallinari and Rondo, they might as well go get Bogdanovich at that point, who's a very good player. And 18 mil is not a boatload of money. It's not a crazy sum of money. He's getting paid less than Grant, and he's a better player. And I know that Grant thing is for future salary matches, but it's still a ridiculous amount of money to commit, an unnecessary amount of money to commit. Just because you have the money doesn't mean you need to spend it. We've seen that Knicks do that. I mean, I, do, I, I do think that Jeremy Grant is a good player. I don't think that's the value of him, but I think a lot of teams needed him, and that's what you're going to have to pay if you want to get him. Um, and clearly the Pistons wanted him for some reason. Yes. But, no, it's going to be interesting. I'm just – I don't know. Not a, not necessarily a, a big fan of the Hawks. I mean, you had to do something, and that's what they did. So we'll see how it plays out. out for uh, Nick, I stole some of your teams, but who are some of the teams I didn't steal from you? Man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to thief you like that. I don't think we need to all do top three, but uh, okay. I think you get something. I think the Suns are a team that did well. I mean, adding Chris Paul obviously is a huge addition. I know that happened a while back, but. And that definitely helps the young guys on that roster that, you know, is going to make a push. To, I, I think we'll make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like a six or seven seed, maybe even a fifth. Yeah. Um, I'm in on the Blazers. I'm in on the Lakers. Nice. And obviously, I mean, I'm in on what the OKC is doing. I mean, they've, they've stockpiled like 17 draft picks. And, um, you know, some of those picks are bound to work out, I think. Um, just got to trust the process, I guess. Yeah. Um, we got a hit. Well, and it, and it's also just you can package those picks and turn them into a player if you wanted to. And the thing with the thing with Presti is he's just like if you guys want to send me a player who's overpaid, like these guys like Al Horford who signed that big contract, and people are scared to touch that contract because he didn't perform that great last year. Although when you look at 
how he performed when he was by himself on the court. He was actually pretty good. Um, I think he'd be a contributor on the roster. But those are the people that 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 competing teams want to go get. They're willing to pay for when when it comes time to end the season when teams need an extra guy. They're going to go pay for Al Horford, and Presti's going to end up with even more picks. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen again. Low right. risk, high reward again. situation. Yeah, I'm into it. And these teams are like, we're competing now, so like we can give away our first round draft picks. And Sam Presti's like, yes, you can, yes, you can, and I will take them. See, it's it's actually crazy how many. Uh, it's absurd. He's literally playing 2K. He's yeah. playing 2K. He just got to turn him into. The, he's got to hit on some of them though. I think they're going to be. Yeah. I think they're going to take a step back, but rightfully so as planned. Right. Nick, who else? Right. You like anybody you hate, Nick? Anybody like? What are these guys doing? Why are they playing? I should be running their franchise. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think I guess the Hornets because of the Hayward thing. I mean, that's definitely. It. I think it's more like a head scratcher for him more than anything. But, I mean, go go try to chase a ring somewhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, no one really stood out that bad to me, honestly. All right. Me, I, I had a tough yeah. time. I, I, I just threw the. I, I was more, I was more into like individual decisions that were made. I, I think there weren't any teams really that I look at and I'm like, you, you didn't like. Even my evaluation of the Hawks, like, I like Gallinari. Like, I think he fits for that team. I think he will play well with Trey Young. Like, it's a good fit there. Yeah. Um, we'll see I what do the... think though, it, it, it looks like guys like the rich got richer and some of the other teams didn't really even make moves. Like you look at those guys that are kind of those eight, nine, 10 on a roster on all the best teams. It felt like if they weren't on the bucks last year, now they're on the bucks this year, they were on the bucks. Now they're on the lake. Like those guys all just kind of rotated with yeah, each other. Quinn cook effect. Right. Right. So we'll, I would have liked to have seen more of the kind of competing teams get some of those guys. Yeah. Um, but if you're one of those guys, like, do you want to sign with a team who's like middle of the pack? No, you want to sign with the contender. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like Tory Craig went to the Bucks. He's like, fuck this fucking party. Mo Harkless went to the Bucks. I'm sorry, Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless. Mo Har- I am for real. <laughs> <laughs> How could you be Mo Harkless? <laughs> well, look, look, you don't think he's important, but last year the Blazers were like, he's important. He's really, really important because he was their only small forward. Yeah, he's decent. He's he'll be helpful. I, I yeah, I'm happy with the Celtics. I'm very happy. Good. You know who I really loved? The Jazz. What a win for them. How often do we see a franchise, an unsexy franchise, an unattractive place to play, no offense, Utah, and the superstar up and leaves and is like, I want out, and they have to trade him and they have to restart. Donovan Mitchell staying. He's committed to Utah. I'm into it. You're just a huge Donovan Mitchell fan. Love him. One of my favorite players. Yeah. I, I do think that the Celtics, um, the fact they haven't gotten anything, the fact they didn't get anything with Hayward, is is kind of a miss there. Sure, um, but I'm happy with like what I, what are we gonna get from the Horn? I don't want anything from the Hornets. Like they don't have anything that I needed. They had we got Tristan Thompson, who I'm stoked about. We bring in Jeff Teague, who's a good backup point guard, who's an upgrade. I think. I think if you can get something, you you always you always take it. I just and don't then you think can we trade it away for other assets. I, I, think, I think it was anything. a missed opportunity. It was a missed opportunity. I think it was a missed opportunity. But sure, but I, I'm happy with the Thompson thing, and I'm happy with the Teague thing. I would love to get a wing, but I, we'll see what Naismith does. Um, yeah. Yeah, they've got it. I think y'all's roster, and now it's just up to your players to get better. Yeah. Nick, who do you have in your survivor pool this week? We are taking the Packers and the Giants. And how are you feeling? I meant to ask you, how are you feeling at the end of that? Were you worried at the end of the Chiefs-Raiders game? 
Of course, yeah. I mean, we sweated the last three weeks. We had the Pats against the Jets. That mm-hmm. was a buzzer beater uh, field goal by big, big, big Dick Nick Folk. Um, and then we also had a buzzer beater, the Lions, with uh, Matt Prayer kicking like a 59-yarder to win it. And so this week we had Mahomes do his magic. So yeah. we've been sweating, but we're looking to get some uh, easy wins this week. I think the Packers Who do, the, who do these teams play? Packers against the Bears, right? Um, yeah, I believe it's Packers Bears, and it's the Giants versus the Burrowless Bengals. Yeah, Ryan Finley. I like sucks. that one. I like, I like that, that one. one. Ryan Finley sucks. I'm into it for you, Nick. You guys know, Nick. You know I'm pulling for you always to get it done. Of course. Sorry, boys. Yeah, <laughs> Nick. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of the basketball's gonna be interesting. I can't believe it's starting up in a couple weeks. I don't get that. What a loser! They should have given those guys time, but I guess they're going for the Christmas money. Oh well. College, college basketball starts. Yeah. Today. Today, college basketball starts today, and get excited for Thursday. Gonzaga versus Kansas. This game's gonna be sick. Jalen Suggs playing. Don't Gonzaga. eat too much turkey because you'll fall asleep during the game. Yeah, totally. Turkey highly, highly overrated. We agree with that. Highly overrated. Depends what it is, but Thanksgiving sure. food. You know what? You know. I love turkey. I like. You love turkey. I like it too. I like green bean casserole, and I'll leave everyone with this note. I know a guy. And everyone knows a guy who makes a good green bean casserole. And his name's Nick. I'm not kidding. This is serious, Toss. I swear to you. It's it's Nick's special? Nick, I, you do do uh, Nick, admit it. You do it well. You do a good job. I, I do a good job. Yeah. Nick, I was surprised. Nick came in. He's like, I'm bringing a casserole. Went to a party at my sister's. And I was like, all right, whatever. He shows up with the casserole. Op- he op- cracked it open, and it was delicious. Nick, did you make the casserole? I made it. No, yeah, he okay. made it. He for sure made it. He for sure was impressive. Well, I mean, I would have given him credit. Either way, I would have given him credit. If he had had someone else. Oh, you think Nick, he tried to make the casserole one? and then he had been like, yeah, I made a casserole and, and given it to you. I would have been also props there. I would have been pissed. But that the fact been. that you on your market said I take, I take part of my own work. I'm not, I'm not that type of person. Yeah, I don't think he did. He wouldn't have. I would have been. Nick's not one to Shanghai like that. I think it's just, it's, it's savvy. It's uh savvy like Captain Jack Sparrow if you do that. But. <laughs> it is fair. <laughs> savvy. savvy. All right, yeah, cool guys. Basketball's exciting. Football, all that good stuff. Have Happy a good Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. We're gonna full count. Rip that puck at that putt. At your PKs because they're free. Injury those why guys? Because they're free. Because they're free. We out you. We love you. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.